Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy. McUltra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7 The Fan. We know our opponents, but at the same time, all of us trying to make it to the playoffs. Um, all the games going to be aggressive. Uh, Steelers, Cincinnati, Browns. It's just, you just got to go and lock in. You know, but I treat every game the same. To be honest with you, no. Um, probably after the game if they tell me about it, but I'm not just going to go and look and see what I did. I'm trying to win. But there are so many layers into that that people are studying. So much information that we get. Who's on the field, where they're lined up, what the motions look like. What, what call was made before that in terms of sequencing of calls. We really do study, coaches at this level study all those things. Very aggressive, I mean, very attack oriented. They're kind of, they're kind of a, a mindset of a, of a puncher. You know, they come out swinging, they're downhill uh, in every, at every level, tight coverage, all the way up to linebackers downhill versus a run, uh, defensive line upfield, that's kind of their, their way. That's John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach. That was yesterday after practice as the Ravens get back at it. Preparing for the Cleveland Browns. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. It is Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. 410-583-1057 is the number. Send that request to the Plaza for text line, also the phone number, to get in. But what he was talking about there, Vinny, was the Browns' defense and how he would describe them. And we'll get into the mm-hmm. Browns' film study-wise, but called them a very aggressive team coming out Kicking ass, taking names later. Trying to, anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, like, Bob, where where you see Matabike, like, punch lockout on his guy, they're playing the edges. Cleveland's playing the edges. And they're they're coming up the field. That's the difference in the two. You know, so they, they, they're trying to penetrate. And then, you know, then their linebackers flow and make plays. But, um, like, I, I was telling you earlier, Bob, I mean, like, in the run game – over the last four weeks, Arizona, they gave up 41 yards, but they played a quarterback that didn't know anything. But Seattle had 114 yards rushing, averaged 6.7. Indy had 168 yards rushing, averaged 4.5. San Fran had 108 yards rushing, averaged 4.3. And the last time when the Ravens played, they had 131 yards rushing, averaged 4.0. So they've given up, you know, uh, at least the last four weeks, they've given up over 100 yards and almost 200 yards to Indy. And it's just it's interesting as we talk about the Browns' defense, and we'll get into it again statistically tomorrow, because they do rate high in certain areas. But 
if they have been shredded by teams, and I know Zach Moss got them when they played the Colts a few weeks back, Ravens are the number one rushing offense in the National Football League. Yep. With Lamar being a weapon that has been proven for years, Gus Edwards as hot as he's ever been as an NFL player, and then the revelation of the weekend last week, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, and and I think the other thing, Bob, is is the offensive line's getting a much better feel and flow for this stuff. You know, they're pulling most of their stuff. They're pulling, and a lot of times it's they're pulling Zeitler and they're pulling. Uh, Morgan Moses, who does a hell of a job, and then or they're pulling, you know, Ricard up in a hole too. So they're getting their fits. They're and what I mean by fits is is they're getting their guy. They're getting in the position on their guy, and then they got some creases. They got some holes, you know, in there. And then you know what? The other thing is is the backs have been running through arm tackles. You know, yards after contact for a back. I'll, I'll bet you last week was huge. Now, we also heard that we're going to work our way back, you know, starting with the defense. Then uh, Harbaugh talking about Todd Munkin adding wrinkles to the offense to throw teams off kilter here a little bit. Have you seen that, Vinny, watching the film for the Ravens? Where week by week, Todd Munkin just incorporates a little new thing yeah, to what well, they're trying well, to Bob, do. Well, Bob, like, you know, like before, like, Previous games that we talk about having the tackle over, and remember I said, you, you know, and then and then all of a sudden Andrews becomes the the tackle. All right, what did they run off that play? Remember that little flat pass to Andrews, you know, away from you know the overload because they always ran to the overload before, and then this time they throw a pass back, and then the middle screen looked like Kansas City, the middle screen to Andrews on that time, you know. So yeah, they've incorporated. Uh, some new stuff. And and when guys start to have success doing what you're doing, then you can add stuff. There's no sense to add stuff if you're struggling with the stuff you got. Once you kind of get a good feel for that, okay, we can add a piece here, we can add a piece there. And then what teams do too, Bob, is is what they'll do is for each opponent, they may have a, like two new things. You know, for Cincinnati, they probably put nothing, nothing new in because it's a short week, but – for Cleveland, because they played them last time, I'm sure there's some things that uh, a thing or two that'll be a little bit different. Now we heard Lamar Jackson as well, Ravens quarterback, talking about stats. Does he worry about stats personally over the course of the game? And you heard him say, and he's never deviated from this answer. I'm all about wins. His ultimate goal, which he made clear from the night the Ravens drafted him, is to win a Super Bowl. Now, if the Ravens are going to win a Super Bowl, he has to do well statistically for the most part. Now, last week against Seattle, you know, I mean, touchdowns, completed 21 to 26, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So he was efficient with the ball. There were some fumble issues again, but he's not worried about statistics. But for the Ravens to get to where they want to go and where he ultimately wants to go, which is holding up the Lombardi, you know, he's got to put up some numbers here. And his numbers are, he's in the MVP conversation. And we talked about it earlier this week here on the show. Bill Barnwell, ESPN.com, said at this point, which is, I guess, the de facto halfway point of the season, he would be his MVP. I'd say this, though, Bob. Let me know if you agree. Like, say the Ravens go 13-4 and or 12-5. and All right. All right. And Lamar stays healthy the whole time. And he throws for... 
22 touchdowns, five interceptions, but they win 13 games. And he does, and he completes his 71%. And they kind of, they just kind of continue as is. He got a real good chance to be the MVP with those numbers. Quarterback rating over 100. Yeah. He right now is at 440 in rushing yardage with five. So touchdowns. he ends up, say, 800 yards rushing. 10 touchdowns rushing, 22, as you said. Passing. Passing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's in the conversation. Yeah, because they win 13 games. Yeah, and they're the number one seed. If they're the number one seed, Bob, he's in. He's one of the top three for the MVP. Because who are the guys right now? Mahomes. The, the, Mahomes and who else would it be, Norm? I'd still say Tua. I know the whole thing where he doesn't get up for the big games, the stats are still sure. MVP. But they're right. going to have to beat some teams with a winning record. Sure. They're, they're going to – and they've got um, Buffalo, Ravens, and Dallas. Yeah, I think He's got to win two of those three at least. they got to win their division, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, let's say like Miami wins their division and they're the three seed. The Ravens are the one seed somehow. Mm-hmm. Tua's stats, I mean, I, I like you said, 22 touchdowns for Lamar. I don't think that's But with 10 MVP. rushing t- TDs? Yeah. Uh, eh. Eh. And he the completes la- 70. Most running backs aren't going to rush for 10 touchdowns. And he, and he gets 71% <laughs> completion. You're a hater, Nolan McGraw. Well, we have How a benchmark. You? We have a benchmark with 2019. It's hard to, <laughs> you have that direct comparison. Uh, if he's doing 2019 stuff, the Ravens aren't going to lose another game. Like, if Tua throws for 5,000 and all that, then I, I say Tua wins it. But if Tua <laughs> throws, you know, 43, 4,400, you know, but they've got to win two of those three games and they got to win their division. Otherwise, no, he's not going to be in the hunt. But I, I totally believe that if the Ravens are the number one seed, then Lamar, if, if they're the number one seed with the schedule they got, Lamar's played well down the stretch. But to the point, he, as we sit here on November the 9th, he's in the conversation. Well, oh, plus, Bob, nationally, nationally, Lamar's much more liked than Tua. Well, to give you the perspective as well from a Stephen A. Smith two weeks ago talking about Lamar. Well, I don't know if we, when they lit up the Lions. I don't know if we can still trust him now. The Ravens are his number one team in his top five. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, take that yeah. for the great assault. But either way, Lamar in the conversation, absolutely. But an interesting test coming up here Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Ravens are six-point favorites in that ball game. If you have concerns, what are they? Feel free to get in at 410. 583-1057. Football Week 10, NFL anyway, starts tonight. Game you can hear on the fan. Carolina against the Bears. Chicago, three-point favorites. It's going to be... Uh, Ugly. What's the kid's <laughs> name again? I can't yeah, remember. Bajant. 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 As uh, Eberflus just basically was slow stepping a little bit. Fields this, fields that. And then finally, is he going to play or what? He's like, nah, he ain't playing. So it's Bajan against uh, Bryce Young, the number one pick in the draft, who's had a rough go of it here as a rookie. But the Bears are three-point favorites. We'll get to our picks coming up here later in the show. Burns is out for Carolina, which... You know they're they're kind of they're kind of beat up too. Unless Dante Foreman has a monster game, what's the over under, Bob? Thirty five, thirty eight and a half. <laughs> but either way, football week ten starts tonight. We'll do our picks. We're going to talk about the Browns Ravens with Scott Petrak coming up at eleven o'clock from Brownzone.com. Damon Evans joining us, AD University of Maryland, Maryland basketball men start with a win a couple of nights ago against the Mount. They're down in Asheville for the Asheville Championship this weekend. First game tomorrow night at seven o'clock against Davidson. 
If Maryland wins, they'll play the winner of UAB and Clemson. That'll come up around 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Turf football at Nebraska. Maryland still two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cornhuskers to five-and-four teams. If I was a betting man, Bob, I'd be taking the Huskers. I am a betting man. I'm bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Like I would have taken Charlotte last night against the Wizards, who blew them out. The Wizards did, but I would take Nebraska as well. Yeah, winners bowl eligible. So we get into all of that with Damon and everything else happening down there in College Park. You want to join us? You can. It's four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Lamar Jackson MVP candidate. Yes, if you say he is, and explain why here on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date? Guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 1057 The Fan. If we all lock in, just do what we're capable of, um, just each play, there shouldn't be nobody be able to stop us. Um, only people that can stop us is us. Patrick Queen having a monster season for the Ravens here. 2023 was asked about the Ravens' defense, and does it have any weaknesses? And as you just heard Patrick Queen say, not really. Only thing that could prevent us from being us, which is awesome, is if we do something stupid and human error is part of the equation, of course, but they're playing really well defensively. It's the number one and number two ranked defenses in the NFL coming up Sunday, but who do you have more confidence in heading into this matchup where it's in Cleveland, whether it's in Baltimore, whether they're playing across the street here on Clark View Road right now, Vinny, which defense is really starting to cook? To me, Baltimore. And, and Bob, you know, listen to the Queen, the only ones that can beat them is, is themselves, which is true. Because in reality, they should be 9-0, and you know. Um, so, but at the beginning of the year, Bob, what were the issues they had? Running on the edge, that people were getting outside on them and gaining some yards. That's, that's 100 times better. So, I mean, other than that, you know, I mean – they they're playing at such a high level. They're playing so fast 
defensively, and they're playing physical, and they're not missing tackles. Like, Arizona game was a bad game for the defense. They still won, but, I mean, they tackled poorly. Fundamentally, they were bad. They gave up too many rushing yards, and it was they – they looked tired. You know, they did. They looked tired. So, now, I mean, if they play good fundamentally, uh, I think it's going to be hard for – Cleveland to run the football, Bob. I think it's really going to be tough for them to run the ball, you know, on the Ravens, at least consistently. And the biggest reason is, is the linebackers are so good, you know, and they're so fast. And, you know, Roquan is so instinctive. And plus the big boys up front, man, they're, they're big, they're physical, they're strong, they're powerful, and they can take two, which allows the linebackers to run. Lead the NFL in sacks. Geno Smith, or Stone, excuse me, leads the NFL in interceptions. Can't score on them. Number one run defense or up there in run defense. So, yeah, if there's a weakness defensively, what would it be? Because the corners are – you know, I thought it originally it would be the corners, yeah. but they're playing uh, – you know, I mean, Stevens and Humphrey both played exceptionally well, and the safeties are playing well. And the thing about it is, is you know, what also helps the secondary, Bob, is is the pass rush gets there. They, they don't, And I told you earlier when we were walking in, they don't stop their feet, the rushers. They keep their feet moving, you know, and that's a big thing because, you know, and, and that's going to be a big thing against Watson is is get him early. Get him flustered early and don't let him get comfortable because if he gets comfortable, he got comfortable uh, against Arizona last week where, you know, he had time and, you know, he's throwing some bombs and stuff and completed a couple balls, you know, but if they don't get him comfortable, he's going to be off target and uh, he, he'll be running for his life because – that offensive line, we'll talk about it. That offensive line has got some issues right now, Cleveland's. All right, Ravens eighth, by the way, against the run, but, you know, kind of skewed in a couple of games. DeMarcado, yeah. talking about the missed tackles yep. a couple of weeks ago against Arizona, but Kenneth Walker to the third was a non-factor last week against the Ravens. Whereas against Cleveland, I think he had close to 100. Yeah, and uh, number one uh, points per game. We'll get into stats tomorrow, but if you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Ravens and Browns, divisional game, very important game for both teams. Ravens win 3-1 and one in the AFC North. They would have swept the Browns. So unless the Ravens flatline, you're not worrying about them being a factor in regards to winning the AFC North. Cleveland, they win this game. That kind of is a signature win for them. Yeah, been no win on the road here against Baltimore. Well, it would have to be Watson would have to play. You know, we'd be saying, damn, Watson's back. I mean, that's what we'd have to be saying. You know, because the biggest thing they're missing, Bob, is Chubb. Chubb was, I mean, like watching it, when you watch him on film, it's like, damn. You don't realize how good he is, you know, and he's damn good. And now, and, and then Lamar's going to have to turn it over. You know, I mean, the last Cleveland game, we had that Hill-Lamar fumble, yeah. you know, problem. We had that again. This time it looked like Lamar kind of threw it to him, you know. This one looked like it was kind of Lamar's fault, but they can't have, can't turn, if, if the Ravens don't turn the ball over, I don't know if they can lose. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. It's Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. That's coming up at 11 o'clock. Damon Evans, Maryland AD. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour, but let's get out to the phones. Go to Ellicott City. Bring in Kevin. Kevin, good morning. What's happening? Benny, Bob, good morning. How y'all doing? Doing good. all right, dude. I, uh, 
I'm not ashamed or ever feel like I'm jinxing Lamar because I learned by switching my jerseys, hats, and so on that it doesn't make a difference. But it's fun to do that. Lamar's earned the right to be talked about as the top quarterback thus far in the National Football League. I love that for him, our team, and our city. I love that for the conversations we're able to have with you guys. I had a quick question about a, a concern question. Uh, I guess it's a little more NFL-based, but relevant all the time. When you recall back to Tua talking about how he was you know, working on being tackled, do you see this a lot when you guys do the, the breakdown stuff where like the, like the defensive backs, it's almost like they're learning how to like leverage, put leverage on, on the ball carrier's legs and then kind of like snap them over and stuff, right? Like constantly yanking on the ankles. I was just curious if you noticed like an uptick in that and you know, how concerning it should be just kind of curious on that, but, Love what Lamar has done thus far. I think the uptick is, is you know, I mean, number one, it, you've been told so many times, you know, keep your head out, keep your head out. And now it starts at youth football, you know, keep your head out. And in, in the NFL, what happens if you don't? You get fined, you know, and guys don't like to get fined. Who, somebody just got fined 100 grand, right, Norm? Some Safety, Elliot, I think, wasn't it? Somebody just got fined like 100 grand. You know, for tackling. I mean, if you went back um, 25 years, remember when uh, you're probably old enough. Probably remember when, like on Sunday, they'd have the big hit, uh, you know, tape or whatever, and everybody be like, "Crunch well, course." Yeah, I mean, that they was what everybody videos. wanted to see. You know, now every one Let's of those watch Theismann's leg get broke seventeen thousand. Every, yeah, every times. one of those would be penalized, <laughs> and the guy'd be kicked out of the game. I was like, we're not going to show that anymore. But but Thaisman, from every conceivable angle, you saw his legs snap. Ronnie Lott, you know, killing people and yeah. you know, oh, yeah, Jack Tatum, destroyers. Yeah, <laughs> I just see it a lot, and I just was kind of curious, right? Because you know, there's a lot of leg injuries as is, and well, look yeah, at like Lamar the other day when the guy had kind of twisted his ankle. You know, I mean, he was down around his ankles, grabbing him, you know, to tackle him. Video to Haney 1057 The Fan. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Damon Evans is going to be joining us, Athletic Director, University of Maryland. If you're on the phones, we'll get you. So get on in here, 410-583-1057. Terps, they're at Nebraska football. Two and a half point favorites. Maryland's lost four in a row. Here they are, 5-0 and to start the year, and 5-4, and four, not even bowl eligible yet. Unacceptable. Inconceivable. Can they win another game? We'll talk to Damon about that. And Kevin Willard's team started off all right. It wasn't blowout city, but they won, and they won comfortably. Things got a little interesting towards the end. We got a little early season tournament, maybe an ACC reunion with Clemson looming on Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Pulse of Baltimore, 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fan. It is Total Request Thursday. You pick the songs, 410-583-1057. We're going to play it for you. Send that request to Nolan McGraw. Plaza Portax, I Portet, 583-1057. 11 o'clock at your boat. And featured artist Friday. And we'll reveal that one coming up around 145 or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrano, Terps, football at Nebraska, Terps basketball men. Got the uh, Asheville Championship coming up. And the Maryland women taking on South Carolina on national TV. Here to talk about that and more. He's the athletic director from your University of Maryland Terrapins. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's our friend and yours, Damon Evans. Damon, good morning. Good morning. All right, Damon, we'll start with the men's basketball team. We had Gary Williams on yesterday talking about the club as he was in attendance for the season opener against the Mountain. He likes what he sees. And the win aside, you won the game you're supposed to win. Got a little interesting there in the second half. But your impressions of the team through the first game and as they had to Asheville trying to win themselves a little early college basketball season tournament with possibly – an ACC reunion with Clemson looming maybe in the championship game. I'm excited with the start of our basketball season. You know, coming off of the first year of uh, the Willard era was really, really good for us. And, you know, what I saw, I saw us play some really, really good defense. I think from an offensive perspective, we're still trying to work some things out. The great thing is that Willard was able to play a lot of players. And when you're trying to, when you're playing a lot of players, you're trying to figure out your rotation, uh, what what uh, groups work well together. So to have the opportunity to do that was really good. And then to see some of the freshmen excel, like uh, Deshaun Harris-Smith, who had a very, very solid game, showed you why he has all the hype around him. Jamie Kaiser came in and knocked down uh, a three-pointer uh, for us, and then we had some other guys that played. So I was just happy to see a lot of players play, and uh, I think our, our season is going to be full of uh, good things to come. Now, Damon, you've talked about before with us and with people, you know, about uh, taking that schedule out of conference to another level. You got this early season uh, tournament coming up. You got Villanova looming as well, you know, a couple years removed from Final Fours and National Championships. Now you get UCLA and Oregon, USC, et cetera, moving into the league next year. Are you happy with the way the schedule is shaping up, getting ready for conference play this year and moving ahead for Kevin Willard? I think scheduling is all about balance, and uh, we've got a really, really good uh, non-conference schedule that's uh, on the road, unfortunately. You know, we go to Villanova, which is going to be a significant test on uh, next Friday, and then we're returning our game to UCLA in December. So when you look at those two non-conference games, those are two very, very significant games. But what you want to do is hopefully get some of those at home, and we will, and but again, maintain the right balance is going to be uh, appropriate for us. But I know Kevin 
is looking to do some things in the future that will excite our fan base as we move forward. So I'm looking uh, forward to the opportunity to see our team grow and develop. And, you know, then we jump right into it after this tournament. Like you said, we might get a chance to, to play Clemson. We don't want to look past Davidson and Asheville. And then going into Villanova next week is going to be a true, true test. Now, Damon, you and I both come from football backgrounds. And um, when you give up 27 in the fourth at home, did they quit? You know, I'm, my comment about that is is this. that It was unacceptable. That should never happen. I'm going to be very, very candid. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, I think we made too many uh, errors. You, you see those points. I think we ran four plays and maybe had three turnovers. And when you do that and you're turning the ball over on your side of the field against an opponent like Penn State, that can't happen. You know, we got that thing to 31 to 15, I think it was, and you're saying, okay, we got a little momentum, and then we give up a long return on a kickoff. We have got to settle down, and we have got to play football. But I, I, I'm real. I'm going to be real. I understand our fans are upset, and rightfully so, and rightfully so, um, because we haven't uh, shown what we're capable of doing. Something's happened since that Ohio State game. And it's up to our coaching staff to get that fixed. I can't sit here and make any excuses about what has transpired uh, with our program because uh, it's perplexing and it's something that I expect us uh, to fix moving forward. Uh, you say that you, you got to put these things out of your mind when you have these losses, but you also got to learn uh, from the losses and you got to do some things that are different that uh, position us to have the opportunity to have some success. So I'm uh, excited about the opportunity against Nebraska this week, but I know this, if we play like we've been playing, the results aren't going to end up the way that we, we want them to. So uh, understand we got to go out and we got to play much, much, much better. And the other thing that's a little bit concerning, Damon, and like teams that I've been on, you know, you start out 5-0, and then you go 0-4. Where's the development? Usually what you want to see is, you know, the teams at the end of the year, you know, like the Georgia teams and stuff, you you get better as the season goes on, whereas the Terps seem to be going the other way and making more mistakes and more penalties and more dumb things. It's, it's, it's extremely concerning. I mean, what you do, and I've always said this, we want to look for continual improvement. I'm not looking for us to just jump up the mountaintop, but I'd like to see progress. And we started the year off, and I'll be very, very candid. I was very, very pleased, you know, going to Michigan State, beat Michigan State, yep. get the win over Indiana. Mm -hmm. uh, we had beat Michigan State last year, so that showed we were taking a step and overcoming one of those uh, opponents in our East Division. And then you think for three quarters we played really well against Ohio State, and then that team has since disappeared. Yep. And we need to find that team again. So – you, when you're supposed to be getting better, uh, it is really, really challenging to understand uh, where we are. Uh, but I have to remain optimistic. Um, I don't believe this team has given up. I don't see that. The players are coming to practice and showing a fight, and they're spirited every day. But all that is great. It, it's got to be about action and results. And unfortunately, we haven't had the results and, and what we, how we have been playing is, is just not acceptable. So 
Uh, I am very, very uh, hopeful that that changes this week and we get bowl eligible. Damon Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland, joining us. Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, joins us every Thursday, of course. Maryland-Nebraska coming up Saturday at noon. You can hear the game on this here radio station. Is it a good thing, Damon, that they're getting out of here to go to Lincoln? Now, both teams 5-4, and four, Nebraska trying to get bowl eligible themselves. But after the debacle that was last week at CQ, is it a good thing maybe to get away from home a little bit and maybe get that uh, Midwest fresh air sometime. Well, you know what? I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Hell, we got beat at Northwestern. So <laughs> wherever we did it over the past four weeks, it doesn't seem that work out in our favor. We need to get all that, whether we're on the road, whether we're at home, whether we got white uniforms or yellow or what all, all that, all that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is how we perform on the, on the field. And so uh, what I'm hoping and expecting is that we go out there and perform. This, this four-game skid, uh, this is something, as you can tell, I'm a little bit uh, fiery right now. Sure it's be. something that I'm, I, I just don't doesn't sit well with me. Um, and that's not what this team is or who this team uh, should be. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to a win, you guys. We need a win yep. in the worst way, and we need to resemble what we were in those first five games. Now, Damon, I understand that, you know, the ADs had a meeting with the Big Ten commissioner about Michigan. You know, and I mean, that's the talk of college football right now and the, all the talk shows and everything else. What's your opinion, if you can say anything? Interestingly enough, I, of course, I'm following the Michigan thing. I have the utmost confidence in in Commissioner Tony Petiti to make whatever decision he deems appropriate. I think it's easy for people from the outside to say, well, this needs to be done or this needs to be done. Uh, and, and not knowing all the information there. So I'm going to trust the leadership uh, of the Big Ten to do what they think is appropriate, and then we'll, we'll move forward. But to be very, very candid, uh, that's the least thing on my mind right now. Shoot, we got to get a win, man. We, you know, we're, we're, we're up here. We got to stop this bleeding so we can uh, uh, move forward and, 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 and salvage the rest of this season. All right, Damon, let's talk about something that's going to be positive. It's Maryland's women. They're taking on South Carolina national TV Sunday at one o'clock. So your excitement level for this early season litman test for Brenda Freeze is what? I like playing the best teams. Uh, having the opportunity to play uh, number six South Carolina on national TV, the exposure. But this is a litmus test. It lets you know where you are. Uh, these games don't hurt you. You know, uh, I, I think we have a good shot at winning. Brenda has always shown that. Last year we, we beat a, a, a UConn and, and we beat Baylor and, and, and some others. So we're very, very capable of winning this game. But also, I think everyone needs to understand, these types of games don't hurt you either way. They only help you as you move forward. And so um, this is going to be fun. Uh, this weekend. This is why you come to the University of Maryland for women's basketball because these are the opportunities that will be out there, and I know Brenda will have this team ready. All right, Damon, it's Total Request Thursday. I know a couple of weeks ago you're ready to kick some ass. Hell, I'm from East Baltimore. I'm always ready to kick some ass. What are we jamming to today? Well, before I for, before I get to that, I got to uh, shout out field hockey because oh, they're hosting uh, 
the, the uh, NCAA tournament this week, number four seed. We got Old Dominion tomorrow at noon. Nice. And then when we win that one, we'll turn around and play on Sunday. So shout out to our field hockey team. But you know what? Since we're wearing these uh, white uniforms and like, I really don't care about all the colors and everything that we wear. But I'm a, I want to hear Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little Foreigner, Cold as Ice. That is yours, David Evans. David, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Good luck, Damon. Thanks, guys. Yep. There's Damon Evans, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. We'll come back, take your phone calls. 410-583-1057. Scott Petrax joining us. Brownzone.com, top of the hour. Cleveland's coming to Baltimore. Six-point underdogs. Is that an appropriate spread? Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. You don't want to, you know, stop the play for them. You know, you want to make sure that you test them a little bit, and I'm sure they'll test us and make sure that we can defend not only the plays that were successful against us the last time, but the ones that have been successful by other teams too. John Harbaugh was asked whether or not you take things away from the first encounter against the Browns eh, a little more than a month ago. Rookie quarterback yeah, for Cleveland. Still one up against their defense for the most part. Lamar, four touchdowns, two running, two passing as Baltimore just kind of wore them down when it was all said and done. But what lessons are learned from a game that happened six weeks ago? They probably learn a little bit about their personnel. But, I mean, when you look at the Ravens' offense, Bob, I mean, McCarry was the left tackle. Falele was the right tackle. Right. Ben Gordon was running a lot with the ball. Ben Gordon, the basketball player? Or not Ben Gordon. Uh, uh, yeah, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon the third, of course. And then receiver. There was no Odell. You know, there was uh, – um, Andrews was still kind of banged up and no Odell and no Bateman. So Duvernay was playing a lot. Zay Flowers was playing a lot. Aguilar was playing a lot. So it was a, a different offensive group, but they, they still, uh, they had some nice, Gus Bus had some nice runs and so did uh, Justice Hill had some nice runs. Yeah, and that was uh, what? A couple hours before kickoff. Deshaun Watson, and the assumption was he was going to play, did not. Yeah. And then Dorian Thompson-Robinson got the start and was nowhere near ready for the challenge that was that Ravens defense. But Cleveland's coming in here. They've won three out of four. Their only loss was at Seattle a couple of weeks ago, and they dismantled Arizona with a rookie quarterback in uh, Clayton Toon. But Deshaun Watson did show signs, and we'll get to the film study of the Browns coming up at 1130. Showed some signs that the zip is back on the fastball. Maybe not where he was at Clemson or when he was making the Pro Bowl in Houston, but definitely better than we have seen pre-shoulder injury for sure. Yeah, yeah, he had more zip on it. Thought his accuracy in the first half wasn't very good, especially on the short throws. Accuracy was bad. You know, he wasn't setting his feet. He was kind of nervous in the pocket, you know, and that's what the Ravens are going to have to make him, you know, this week too. And then when he he hit a couple of deep throws to Cooper, which were both nice throws, Max protect. You know, I mean they they had uh, you know every lineman that they could, you know, and tight end, and they're blocking, and they took shots deep to give him time. And I don't I don't know that he's going to have a lot of time, especially with two new tackles. Basically, it's video hitting one up five seven. The fans got Pat Track Bravens. Braven Zone. There's a Freudian slip. Brownzone.com. He'll be joining us at the Whip Around 1115. A lot going on in the world of sports last night. We'll address as much as we can. And then Vinny's film breakdown of those five and three Cleveland Browns. But let's get back to the phones. 
Let's go to Oliver Beach. Bring in Irv. Irv, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan here on this Total Request Thursday. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, I got to tell you what I'm really happy about. We're talking offense and defense and all this, but I got to tell you, it's such a relief to not be getting crippled with these penalties. Ravens have been playing penalty-free football, and it's been such a relief to me because I'm, I'm so tired of first and 10, uh, uh, illegal motion, and you moving back five yards, and now it's first and 15. Or, or a guy picks up eight yards on first down, you got a holding. We're not seeing that, man. They're just moving the ball. They are like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, you know what the thing is, too, probably? They had a ton early in the year, and I'm not so sure that, you know, officials come in and try to set the tone for the season – you know, early in the season, early in the year, in those early games, and calling a lot of penalties to get everybody kind of listen. This is what's good, and this is what's not good. Yeah, yeah. And if they if they can keep that up with the penalties, and, and if those whole receivers can hold on to the ball, and Lamar can keep from fumbling, and I don't see who can beat us. And um, well, nobody should have. The only the only people that can beat the Ravens is the Ravens. That's the right. only the, exactly the, the, their two losses are by the Ravens. That's what I say every week. Yep. Can I make a couple more comments? Yeah. One, where's Q Ben, man? He was called. He, he called him yesterday. Calls every day. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't worry. And I'm sure since thing, you Danny? just mentioned him, he'll be calling in today. Good. Good. Hey, um, actually, I was just up in New Jersey and was uh, having dinner Monday night. And everybody had all the bartenders and everybody had Jets uniforms on. I, I was razzing about, you had a chance to get Lamar. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> but let me, one other thing, Vinny, you still making those meatballs, man? Yes, I do. So do I, man. I make 75 at a time, six pounds of meat. But, oh. uh, all right, we got it. Everybody likes meatballs. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan, coming up on the top of the hour. We got Scott Petrack from Brownzone.com, whip around 1115, and then Vinny's film study of the Cleveland Browns. They're 5 and 3. Spread six points. We've been wondering why the spread is so high for a Cleveland team with their starting quarterback coming to town. Maybe Vinny explains why it could be appropriate. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 